We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. Hello, hello, everybody. I hope we're doing good today. It's Monday, and um, we're, the discussion today is uh, talking about why I left the MAGA movement and uh, the Republican Party. Now, some of you guys are familiar with who I am on Twitter and what I've posted and, and things I've done locally in the Texas area. Um, I, I probably fought pretty hard for the Trump administration to keep it back in 2020. And, um, I did a number of things. So I'll get to that in a second. And then I have a, another thing with the Republican party. So the MAGA movement helped influence me to want to work with the Republican party, um, and their candidates at that time. So 2020, I did a lot of work for candidates, uh, knocking doors, um, had, Sponsors did uh, fundraisers and events and things like that. Spoken at uh, quite a few local um, rallies, not with Trump, but at the rallies, getting people rallied up for that. And also when the election was being stolen, um, I participated in local Stop the Steal rallies. So it was really fun experience, you know, being part of the MAGA movement and everything when I, when I first started doing it. Because I watched everything and I didn't really have anyone to talk to. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to find people who think like me. So I got to meet up, join a couple of groups, met a couple of great people, um, started leading um, some groups and um, doing all kinds of things. Like I said, volunteering and um, hanging around people and talking to people, introducing each other to other people. We grew very quickly. Um, that part was really fun. Then, like I said, the election was stolen. It was a lot of disappointments. And I'll get to the, the whole those disappointments in a second as well. A lot of disappointments. Um, a lot of people weren't really wanting to do much or be as active because they're disappointed about the election being stolen. And um, so it was kind of like, what do I do next? Okay. So I'm I'm thinking, okay, which, which candidates can I help this, this time around? Because there's elections um, that year still too. And then I decided, okay, I didn't see any candidates in my area that could get you know, behind and where I was at. So I decided to run for office. That experience was the experience with talking to people and getting out. That was actually a great experience talking to people um, and 
telling them and discussing things with the Constitution, getting rid of unconstitutional laws in our area, um, how we can have better um, relationships with the police with them not enforcing unconstitutional laws. Had a lot of discussions of what I wanted to do for the that area. And so um, I'm sitting there watching on Facebook, which has a lot more local um, politics going on there. And I'm watching how they're treating people like myself and other candidates who are running in other cities or the areas who seem to be very much so MAGA people, people who actually care about the Constitution. And I'm watching them, the, 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 I guess the GOP groupie groups or the GOP themselves act as if they weren't good enough. Well, why did you run for this seat? You should have ran for something lesser. Like, um, you should have run for a lower seat. Like, why do you all have that mentality? People have to run for a lower seat. Why is, why is it that you're acting like we had to have your, um, your, um, approval to run for a particular seat? You know, if you're the right candidate, you should just run for the seat. So that was a lot going on with multiple people and those races. And I'm sitting there watch, um, Trump endorse some people locally. And I'm like, these people aren't what you said, like what I thought you were standing for. They weren't. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, how are we going to solve our problem in America if you keep putting the same back, back, back people, the same people into office? And the local GOP claimed that there was no election interference, nothing. Um, that was a big issue for me. Um, I, I watched them uh, get Democrats into office, get Democrats into office. And um, I'm like, I thought this was the GOP. I thought that you all cared about this and you guys claim if you don't vote for this person, you're going to get a Democrat. That doesn't make any sense to me. And so I really start seeing the uniparty, that start seeing that it really wasn't much different. Just one side says extreme things and the other side acts like they're not extreme. And so they get into office because they're doing that now. They got into office. These people who were voted in got into office and signing red flag laws and asking for Greg Abbott to push those in these cities. And it's like, I could have sworn that the GOP was pushing you guys or didn't tell people that you, you know, people have certain voting records. If you didn't go and do your own research, certain supposedly grassroots um, that are for the GOP and conservatives were endorsing people that weren't America first or um, really constitutionalist at all. So that was my issue there. My whole thing with Trump, was I was disappointed from the very get go that Donald Trump let them like he just left he bowed out. That wasn't the strong leader I was supporting and knocking doors for, giving my money to, making videos and talking to groups and speaking in front of big crowds for. That wasn't the man I voted for. So there was that, and then it's also like I just said these really 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 bad endorsements. It's like. Are you actually trying to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish? And people tell you, oh, trust the plan. He's trying to expose people. You don't have to expose people by ruining my life, by putting these people in office who are clearly don't care about the Constitution or the people that they're supposed to be representing. So then we go and we're looking at certain things that we're missing because I'm just so focused on defending him because they're calling him racist the whole time and, and things that weren't necessarily true. I mean, if, if, if we're going to look at someone's constitutional, you know, First Amendment rights, if you have the truth social that doesn't actually represent a free speech, one second. Sorry about that. That doesn't even represent a free speech necessarily. And then you have, um, then you have the Second Amendment. You know, claiming he he represents the the Second Amendment, but you know, um, but um, 
banned bump stocks. And then you have him on record, which I'll play those videos here in a second, of him wanting red flag laws. How can we not keep the same energy for somebody who wants red flag laws like Oz or Democrats or rhinos, but you hear it come out Donald Trump's mouth? It's okay. So you like communism as long as it's not wrapped in an ugly package. It needs to be a pretty package for you to accept communism. So definitely can't do that. And then not wanting to go through due process when he's discussing this. He wants the guns away from people before they can even act. So um, messing with our other amendments that we have as well. So big problem with that. And so I was discussing, I, I saw that he had a rally in Alaska and I saw he had a rally in Alaska and, um, a whole lot of people were there, tons and tons of people. And all I simply said was, man, imagine if uh, these people love their country as much as they love one man or supported one man or cared about one man. I said cared, sorry, cared about one man. And then they got really mad at me. Oh, you're trying to say I don't care about my country? I said as much as you do this one man. If you guys can line up for Trump like that, how come you guys can't line up against the tyrannical government? How come he's not leading that charge for that? How come... Um, I see way more people who want to kill babies out protesting in numbers, but I don't see people of the conservatives doing it. So that's my whole thing. It's like, so which one is it? Do you actually care? You, like, I'm thinking about how our founding fathers acted, how we have America in the first place, and how people over here are more so fangirling over somebody more so than actually wanting our freedom and our liberties. So, so I I did this whole discussion yesterday on Twitter spaces. This is a great discussion, but I just want to get that out and have it on the podcast as well as people understand um, that it's, it's not that uh, I've gone Democrat because I was accused of being a Biden supporter of all things. And I was just like, you know what? First of all, the, that shit's annoying as hell, but it's actually good because then there's some kind of look into what we're doing and that other people who are constitutionalists were actually speaking in there and somehow like, what are you talking about? You completely missing the whole entire point that she's trying to make. So that's what's good about us having our team and folks like you guys who were there and sticking up for us. Um, but the other thing too was I saw Democrats in there sticking up for me. That was weird, but I'll take it too. So the whole thing is getting more exposure to the movement. And I think that's pretty, pretty awesome. But I had to get that. I had to go ahead and tell you guys about that because you know, um, the podcast, this is recorded. People can come back and listen. So whenever someone decides to say something crazy like that again, I would just pull this podcast and I'll copy and paste it and give it to them. And so that they can um, come with facts instead of um, make-believe fiction. So I did say that I want to play this video for you guys for Trump and these uh, red flag laws, but... There's a couple of things. I want to play that. Oh, my other thing is when he ran for the primaries in 2015, he pledges loyalty to the Republican Party. If you're going to pledge your loyalty to a party, how are you going to be um, pledge your loyalty to the people? That makes more sense why he refused. His base wanted the Patriot Party. He said, no, that's silly. That's because he pledges loyalty already to the Republican Party. He's clearly... People don't want to go. Oh, he's not a politician. He is a politician. He pledges loyalty to a party. He is a politician. And as much as people do not want to admit that, um, everyone makes excuses for him, but not anyone else. Uh, that's that's what it is. And once you start catching yourself making unrational um, excuses for people, you might want to really go back and check uh, what you go back and think. You know, what am I doing this for? What 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 are we here for? What are we doing everything we're fighting for? If you're going to give excuses to somebody, so real quick, I'm going to play Donald Trump. Um, the first red flag law video, I'll have another. Oh, 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 oh. 
After two deadly mass shootings in El Paso and Dayton this weekend, Mr. Trump zeroed in on a number of areas he wants the government to tackle, such as mental health and violent video games. The president also mentioned one step he'd like to take on the topic of gun control. We must make sure that those judged to pose a grave risk to public safety do not have access to firearms and that if they do, those firearms can be taken through rapid due process. That is why I have called for red flag laws, also known as extreme risk protection orders. After two deadly mass shootings in El Paso and Dayton this weekend, Mr. Trump zeroed in on a number of areas he wants. Okay, so that makes more sense why he would endorse a Dr. Oz, because that's what he wants. He would endorse people that support red flag laws. He supports red flag laws. So when I'm talking about, man, that is not who I'm voting for um, in 2024. Absolutely not. Next video I'm going to play is another one referring to the red flag laws. The first person you're going to hear talking is Mike Pence. At the end, Donald Trump is talking, and he goes more extreme than Pence does. Here you go. Governors or winners of this and uh I think you, in your meeting with governors earlier this week, individually and, and as a group, we spoke about, um, about states taking steps. But the focus is to literally give families and give local law enforcement additional tools if an individual is reported to be a, a potential danger to themselves or others. And allow due process so that no one's rights are trampled, but, but the ability to go to court obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any any weapons in the position or of that might individual. take the firearms first and then go to court, because that's another system. Because a lot of times, by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures. Uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida. He had a lot of fires. They saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process second. There's that. <clears throat> and I want to play for you guys his loyalty pledge to the to the Republican Party. Uh, bear me one second while I get that up for you guys. Of this. And uh, no, I think you. Mr. Pence, I'm done with that one. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Let's play it. And, and frankly, I felt that the absolute best way to win and to beat the Democrats and very easily, I think, beat the Democrats, no matter who it may be, whether it's Hillary or anybody else. And I think maybe Hillary's going to have a very hard time frankly, with what's happening, getting to the starting gate. The best way for the Republicans to win is if I win the nomination and go directly against whoever they happen to put up. And for that reason, I have signed the pledge. Yeah. So I will be totally pledging my allegiance to the Republican Party and the conservative principles for which it stands. And we will go out and we will fight hard and we will win. We will win. And most. Okay. 
And then also, you guys, how everything went down with January, <clears throat> January 6th. Another thing is, if you can rally up all those people for a rally for your, that's focused on yourself or what candidate you're going there for, then how come you can't rally for those people who are political prisoners? Those are my biggest issues, and they can't be reversed. I am, I, I want, I don't want someone, I don't want people finding, I don't want people looking at uh, one person as any kind of savior. And especially if they don't care about your constitutional rights and your freedoms, if it's about some political game or, oh, let me run as a Republican, or he pledges allegiance to the Republican Party. Come on, guys. Like, how is that any kind of allegiance to the people? I clearly, I know other people have issues with the vaccine. He didn't say that you should be forced to do the vaccine, but he was consistently pushing it, knowing that there's um, adverse effects to those vaccines as hurting people. So the, I don't see him as the man um, in, that I saw in 2016 or 2020. So I, I missed some of this stuff from his uh, running in primaries from then. So uh, that's a little, some of these things are a little dated from that time frame, but I didn't see it. Now I also see it. I'm like, man, I mean, I still would have went for him then because the Hillary thing, and I, I didn't know as much as I know now. But the whole point of these podcasts and talking to people and doing things is to educate people on certain things. Like I said, I'll say over and over again, a lot of people claim to love their constitution, their rights and freedoms, but they haven't read past the Second Amendment. So what I'll go ahead and do is pull you guys up. I see Private and John's down there. Anyone else wants to come up and speak, please do so. Uh, we'll get to Private first, and then we'll get to John. Hey, Private, what are your thoughts on what I presented, what I said. And were, were you on the um, on Twitter spaces last night? I actually fell asleep. <laughs> I slept for 12 <laughs> hours. I okay. I work. That's understandable. Good. Well, you made it here today. So um, so what are your thoughts? Well, now that I know you're an evil Democrat, you know, I freaking hate you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just, I don't get why people just can't see through their demon boxes, whatever you want, stupid boxes. It's like anything TV says, they listen to. Oh, the Republicans good, Democrats bad. Neither one of them are any good. The Republican Party is screwed over, and I'm going to bring up Ron Paul again because he is the man that could have done this peacefully. And Mitt Romney and the Republicans, you know, devised a plan to screw him over. And ever since that day, it's just like it's, it's – I'm never going to forget that. I will never, ever forget that because there's probably over 10 million Americans that poured their soul, heart and soul into that man's campaign. And he he had it, and it's, it's true. we got to get rid of the parties, this two-party system. Hey, the two-party system is bullshit. Trump talking about – there's also another speech you should put up there. He said, take the guns first. Take the guns first. Then we go to court. He said that somewhere. I forget where it was, but. Oh, I played it. I just played that one. I oh, played two of them. Okay. Yeah. He yeah, that's when he was sitting down at the conference, and I saw him sitting with Democrats. I saw him sitting with Mike Pence. Yeah. I, yeah, he, I played that one. And that's why I tell people, I've been telling people Trump's a traitor for a while. And people sometimes don't like that. They get all pissed off, and they're like, what? He's a traitor. He's talking about the vaccine, and he wants to. The red flag, both of which I, I, they are completely, uh, what's the word? Opposite of freedom. 
There's no freedom in red flag. There's these vaccines have been ki- killing people left and right. And through big uh, Pfizer's own, own studies on vaccinated infants, all but two died. I think there was like 97 and 95 or it was like 89 and 87, but it was all but two. Why would you be doing that if you have two babies live and every other baby dies? This stuff should be illegal as fuck. And these people are just so brainwashed. It's unbelievable. And I just don't, I don't know what people are, it's, are they scared? You know, cause if it, you've seen Sri Lanka, right? You've seen all these other places. When the people get together, they're unstoppable. But everyone's, you know, stuck with their football. They're stuck with their NASCAR and their, like you said, they're the, the, the baby killing. They want to kill their babies. But they don't want to get together for this. They, you know, it, it's these people are smart. They plan this out. They want to keep us poor. So we have to work. We're the ones that actually want to work and pay our bills. These other people, they don't want to work. But now that we have to work for such cheap wage that we have to work, we can't focus on anything else, that's where they have it. They have us in um, they have us in a, what's the word, a, a cycle where we can't break it. And you mentioned also you can't look out for some, like a superhero, because slaves look for a uh, superhero. I remember someone posting something about that, and and free people don't ask to be free; they just do it. And that's that's pretty much where I'm at. I mean, unless they're putting Rand Ball up there. Yeah, you know, and I want to speak to that too, like what you were talking about. I, I remember seeing a sign. This was actually in Texas that said, "With the vaccines, it was like." Oh, you can't get abortion. Try the vaccine. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, do y'all know what the vaccine does? And your your people they're suggesting it as a, another way of getting an abortion. Are you freaking kidding me? And and everyone, it's like people know they don't know. Another thing is like, uh, gotta turn that TV off, that cable TV. That those commercials and a lot of these TV shows they push they're pushing propaganda. And people are just like just absorbing it all the time. And I actually had a, I had a friend recently tell me that um, their kid they're forcing their kid to watch uh, their kids in school watching some kind of CNN uh, ten or something at a particular time. And it's like the, the, how the school systems and the teachers are doing things. When I was growing up, I don't know if you guys remember if you guys remember Bill the Bill of Rights song, the cartoon character, the little Bill that was walking around. And it was teaching yeah, us about, yeah, so I remember I was getting taught that stuff in elementary, and I don't see any of that happening anymore. I, I don't necessarily see kids' curriculum, because I don't have any, but I remember we're sing- we did the Pledge of Allegiance. We have a song we sang every day before morning announcements, and I'm not going to sing it now, but I'll, I'll recite it for you. It's salute the flag, the gentle flag with colors red, white, and blue. It stands for truth and liberty. This flag is waving for you. Like we were like taught to be like to love our country. Um, and I was taught my, my rights and freedoms at an early age. Did it click right then and there? No, but I still remember that bills, that, that song and, and said, what are we teaching kids now? So it's so much easier for them to rule us when we're ignorant. Hey, you remember in living color, homie, the clown. 
I remember Homie the Clown. I mean, Homie the Clown would be all over this vaccine shit. He'd be like, Homie, don't play that. What you mean? You gotta tell me what's in it. Homie, don't play that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny if we could get them to do that, but they wouldn't anymore. <laughs> but hey, let's go ahead and get to John. Yeah, true. Let's go ahead and get to John. Good. Thank you so much for dropping your gems as always. Wrong button, Donnie. All right. Here's John. Next is Byron. Hey, John. Hey, uh, private stole a little bit of my thunder, but that's okay. Because, um, yeah, I was, I was going to say, you know, the Paul supporters, they were frozen out in 2012 and in 2016. And, you know, like, uh, like private was mentioning, I mean, they kept them on a bus. They couldn't, they couldn't even, uh, cast their vote. And that was just dirty, dirty politics on the part of the Republicans. And, uh, Ron Paul has always been my guy and, uh, I've always really liked him and, and, and I like Rand and I just, uh, you know, I've never said this before, but I I've been so against the two political parties. I mean, I actually voted for Ralph Nader <laughs> in 2000. At 2004, I, I I just can't, I just cannot vote, uh, you know, certainly Republican, and I certainly wouldn't vote Democrat. But I I just uh, I I can't stand the two party system for you know a very long time. I mean, I've seen the corruption, I've been very frustrated, and I've seen the globalist agenda that the Bushes certainly represented and everything. And and uh, I just and you know this mega movement i i think we got to stop thinking it of as the mega movement i mean it's been the movement you know they chose trump and they called it the mega movement but this movement uh used trump as a vessel but you know again i can't say this enough these people are out there they're just looking for someone that's independent and i i think that more than we realize i think people are sensing that there's a uh you know that I think people are more and more suspicious of Trump. I mean, I was disappointed even this past weekend. I mean, Trump went after Elon Musk and you know how the, uh, yeah, Twitter, I saw that. Did, did you see that? I mean, yeah, let me, let me, let me find it. Yeah, you're right. Let me find I it. Mean, Go ahead. I thought, how petty is that? I mean, this is what's always driven me crazy about Trump. I mean, you know, he, he I don't know. It's just very twisted to me. You know, that he would mention about how, you know, this whole Twitter deal, you know, what, like, you know, Musk made a, I don't know, just this, this comments about what he said was, I thought, are you kidding me? And, you know, like, even when, like, somebody, you're totally irrelevant, like a Christy Teigen or somebody like that made a comment, he has to blast them on Twitter. And I'm like, I can't believe with all the problems in the world, you even think about, you know, retorting to somebody like, like that. And uh, that's what's always driven me crazy crazy about trump and um yeah I, I you know this kind of stuff's been going on in sri lanka what's going on there? hey hey, in- hey real quick let me let me play that clip that you're talking about real yeah, quick yeah. so we don't we'll stay on i don't know if i play can listen it. to that again but go ahead <laughs> i think i have it hold on yeah go ahead and go out by the way while i'm here and sign up now for truth social it's hot as a pistol and you see that i pull this might be the wrong one because I think he already said. Well, he was using wrong. it. He was using it to promote his uh, plat- his uh, social media platform. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let me see if I can find the right one because I don't think that one started off when he was saying what he said about Elon. 
Yeah. Uh, one second. I have somebody at my feet who will not but, but stop. He had, but he had, Hold on one he second. Targeted, he targeted Musk on that. And I, I thought, God, how stupid are you? You know, and I even blasted him on Twitter today. I said, Donald, this is not smart. I said, you're talking about a guy that's a thousand times richer and arguably wiser than you. You know, <laughs> why are you taking him on? Hey, Donnie. I'm here. Okay. Just letting you finish that up. I was pulling this up. Okay, I, I didn't know if you were looking for the uh, the clip or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I, want, I, 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 re, I reposted it, but I want to make sure I get the right one because that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so annoying. Um, well, I was going to say, in Sri Lanka, it was the climate, the Green New Deal, that tanked the Sri Lanka's economy. You know, kind of like what our government's pushing on us. They they pushed on Sri Lanka, and the, you know it's just not working. And it's just like it's not working here. And uh, you know, the people just got fed up. And I remember, I, you know, I've tweeted stuff like saying, "Why isn't this what we should be doing?" You know, they showed the people storming the Capitol, and I thought this is what needs to happen. But, yeah, I feel like the America is as more controlled than any that we that we thought. That they were, you know, um, or, or you know, they'll be doing, they be doing more, but I don't see that. Um, well, I think they're using this January sixth thing as a way to dispel any thoughts of rushing the Capitol, and uh, I, I don't know. To me, it's not working, but I, I don't know. I think if Americans get pushed enough, they'll do it. I, I think, but they're trying to set an example, and of course, they want to get Trump, but. Um, I, I just think, you know, it's going to be a long time until 2024 and there's going to be, I think there's going to be some new people emerging because, uh, I'm getting real tired of Trump and some of the stuff he, and some of the stuff he's saying. And, uh, it's just kind of getting, uh, annoying as hell. And, and I don't know if you've seen also like it's coming out on Hunter, you know, now they're starting to publish stuff from his laptop and it's obvious that you know he and the big guy were taking a big cut and setting up this Chinese energy company and some of these consulting firms and stuff against our own enemies and this is so flagrantly impeachable but yet there's been crickets from the republicans and i i, I i'm i'm uh, royally pissed about that too yeah, you know, I, I want to speak to what you're saying. I, I have the video pulled up. But I think they're going to play a freaking ad first, but why wait on the ad to stop? Um, right. Hold on. He's under a Republican Congress. Another one of our highest priorities under a Republican Congress will be to stop left-wing censorship and to restore free speech in America. And go out, by the way, while I'm here and sign up now for Truth Social. It's hot as a pistol. And you see that I call that one right. Leon, I tell you what, Elon, Elon is not going to buy Twitter. Where did you hear that before? From me. From a fake account. She says fake. A lot of them. 
Nah, he's got himself a mess. You know, he said the other day, oh, I've never voted for a Republican. I said, I didn't know that. He told me he voted for me. <laughs> so he's another bullshit artist, but he's not going to be buying it. He's not going to be buying it. Although he might later. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? He's got a pretty rotten contract. I looked at his contract. Not a good contract, but he's not. Sign up for truth. We love the truth. So there, there's that. Yes, obviously he was using that to push true social, but look, definitely he didn't, they didn't look, at look his contract. He didn't look at his contract. Wait, that's BS. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's not even finalized. Yet. Yeah. So he he did that, but he he's himself. He he likes to go to these rallies and preach certain things. So it's how we we believe in him on certain things. Like he doesn't believe in free speech. He's no. he's been caught on camera as not. Um, um, saying things against free speech and then he's also, his true social they censor people and it's just like um, what? Uh, yeah. I thought you guys were for free speech and I think these people either don't know what free speech is or the first amendment is or what it is, that's that's another thing but then um, it's his crowd, not him necessarily have I heard it but they don't the, the member of congress all signed that bill against free speech of, of, of criticizing um, it, um, Israel and Thomas Massey was the only one that didn't sign that bill Yeah, uh, that was going through Congress. Like, none of these people actually care about you guys' freedoms and liberties. It's all political theater. And they say what they they say what they, they think you want to hear, and that's it. And then we have to stop giving him a pass. And then the other thing you had said about the movement, like you feel like it, it's not just a Trump movement. I feel like he's made it about Trump because it's a MAGA. He called himself a MAGA king. And that that little picture uh, that was going around, MAGA King, he actually put that on his true social account. So yeah. he, he thinks he's a MAGA King. And then I'm watching how the, the supporters act if anyone criticizes him. They've made this about him. It, they're not, it's not about our freedoms or liberties. The MAGA movement isn't. If there was a case, they would, wouldn't be, you know, defending him no matter what. So well, I feel got, like he's, he's got his supporters and there's and, you know, people that support the mega movement support mega. It's not so much Trump's mega, but it, it's I mean, make America great. I mean, everybody's behind that. But I'm, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are behind that. But, you know, he's adopted that as though it's his. It's not his. The mega movement is a lot of us. But, you know, we thought we had a vessel in him in 2016 and and probably 2020, you know, especially versus Biden. But the mega movement is 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 just out there. And and I think that it's open still as to who it could adopt. I think uh, I think you got to watch DeSantis and there still might be another person that emerges. I mean, I'd love it to be Thomas Massey or somebody like that. Absolutely. But uh, it's still young yet. I mean, you know, we're still, uh, you know, a couple of years away from that. Uh, two and a half years away from that, so uh, a lot can happen. A lot can happen. I, uh, but, I, but those, yeah, those comments I, made. I hear your optimism. Really I, I hear your optimism with all that, but I mean, with, like still bringing up Ron DeSantis, it's the same thing, just a different person. Same thing. Like if you want your two A rights, you want your First Amendment rights, you want all your rights, then those aren't the people that's going well, to lead the charge for our constitutional rights and liberties. But the, yeah, I, 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 agree, do, I agree. I'm pull, I'm pulling it up, and I want to tell you all, too, that Donald Trump trademarked uh, Donald Trump trademarked Make America Great Again. That's not ours. It's his. Right. I mean, that, that's ours. And uh, the thing is, is, is I think I think it's exactly like you called it. I think when Republicans get in power, we're going to see that 
they're all in bed together. And I think a lot of people are going to be fed up this time. And I think this is when it could get, get really hot and we could find that other person that, uh, and it doesn't have to be a Republican, but it's, but, um, this is where it's going to be open. And I think, uh, I think it's going to hit home to a lot of people. I really do. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate you for coming up. I'll go ahead and get, um, well, where, where is my stuff? Here we go. Um, Byron over. Appreciate you. Thank you for dropping your gems. You bet. Hey, Byron. Hi there. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, I guess I just wanted to address some of the comments you guys made um, because I, I actually was uh, for like a, a different party, maybe a three party system. Like it was called, uh, I think people were co- trying to make the Patriot Party, which well, actually I yeah. think there was something like that in the past where we have had different parties. Um, but that would be a good idea. I, I really like that. But Trump came out, you know, and said that he wouldn't want to split the party, which we don't know how that would end up if if he was to divide the party. And, you know, you stay Republicans, you rhinos and the more liberal Republicans or right far right wing Republicans follow him. I don't know how that would end up. So maybe it's a smart move to stay Republican, even though it's more encompassing of every other people. Um, I guess I wanted to, to talk about the vaccine you guys were talking about. Now, me personally, I don't, I didn't get the vaccine. I did a lot of research and it's not something that has been, um, something that has been tried and tested long enough for me to be comfortable with it. Um, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. You know, when you argue about ivermectin and all these other pills, they say you need to deal with double blind randomized uh, test and then you can kind of push back on them like well the covid vaccine didn't have the randomized double blind you know all these hoops they had to jump through we're just going through we're we're trying to push it through the fda to get approved and it's it's still not but i saw a, stati- a statistics where they said 60 percent of americans got the jab even if they didn't agree with it if they felt uncomfortable they still got it so that means that 60 percent of americans just go with the flow right and a lot of Republicans got it, too, even though a lot of people in the Republican Party didn't agree with it. Uh, Candace Owens interviewed Trump. I don't know if you guys saw this. She interviewed him and talked to him about the vaccine because she's anti-vax. And he was proud of the vaccine work that he did. You know, he helped bring it out. It's like a trophy for him. Why I don't hate Trump for, you know, being proud of his vaccine work is because Trump's a boomer. And I've dealt with a lot of boomers in my time. Boomers. I can't really speak if you're a boomer. Okay, but a lot, a lot of boomers, they don't do their own research. Candace said that he came in, a, in an era where TV didn't exist. So he's not on the Internet surfing the web trying to investigate and research stuff. He just has his, advider, his, his advisors in his ear and people that, you know, are doing the research for him. They're not doing all the, the dark web stuff. Um, so I can't blame him for that. But he has changed his tune when he gets out in public. He doesn't. Uh, tout the vaccine like he used to because he knows there's pushback. Um, so I could keep going. Uh, people see Trump now as an icon. Whether he's perfect or not, I, I, I see the stuff he does. It sounds dumb. I can wink my eye at it because I know he's an older man. He's not like a younger guy or a, gen- or a millennial or anything like that. He's an older guy, but 
I like him because he's unfiltered, and that's what we need in our politics. The Democrats, they can't be unfiltered. They tried. They put Kamala Harris in office. She was supposed to be the woman, you know, that, that loud, outspoken woman. She can't. She's messing up. They have to hide her. Right. So they tried and they can't do it. So we do have somebody that is like unfiltered and he's able to to say basically what the American people are feeling with the whole thing with Elon Musk. If you guys actually uh, saw the tweets, perhaps this is what set it off. Um, Elon Musk said that the the truth social should have been rebranded to trumpets. And I don't I don't know if a lot of people took offense of that. But I was a little bit offended, but I'm like, okay, trumpet, it makes sense. Like a trumpet, like the actual, you know, instrument. Okay, I see what he's saying. I don't know if Trump took offense of that, but perhaps that's what sparked it. So like when he says uh, things about the deal, I think one gentleman said he didn't see it. Well, hold on. Trump is a billionaire and he has a lot of people around him, even in private circles that don't get out to the public. What he says and privately to people, I know a lot of Fox News anchors and people that are in the circle with him are texting him. So maybe he did see it. Who knows? I don't know who Elon talks to. Maybe he does talk to Trump. But taking shots at each other, that's that's fine with me. I mean, men do that. Joe Rogan did it, right? He's, he threw Trump under, under the bus. He said, I'm not going to help Trump. We can still love Joe Rogan, right? Because we know he's outspoken too. Even, the, even if he's not voting for the Republican Party, I I take my hat off to him for saying what he means and meaning what he says, Right. Even if I don't agree with them, I like that stuff. Uh, so you, off. so, so you'll you'll vote for someone based off their personality and not their policies. No, 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 no. Personality always comes. I mean, sorry. Uh, policy always comes first. Personality is just like the 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 icing on the top. Uh, I would I would vote for Rand Paul. I would vote for DeSantis. I would vote for anybody that has the Constitution up at the top and American values at the top, right? That's well, Ron DeSantis doesn't, though. Ron DeSantis? Well, hold on. This is the governor from Florida, right? This guy, uh, he seems like he does. When he, when he, um, when he tackled the COVID uh, issue, he tried to get in uh, different drugs that were helping people and they were blocking him. So I, I looked at that. I'm like, wow, that's pretty good. Uh, he, he pushed back against the voter fraud stuff, right? So I, I look at that. That's great. Uh, well, Florida was shut down at some point during COVID. He didn't have the authority to do that. You you, you can't infringe on people's constitutional rights. Um, I think that he doesn't get so much shit for it because it, he didn't do it as long as other states or wasn't maybe as bad as other states, but he still did it. And he didn't have the authority to do that. That's tyrannical. Also, he has red flag laws in his state. Were those laws there before he got there? They got there right before he got there. But he should have been tackling that and getting rid of that. If the Constitution's on the top, forefront like you know we they everyone says it is and how come he didn't tackle the red flag laws he even talk about them and the same with trump the whole he pushed red flag laws um the santas was trying to make first amendment um infringements when it had to do with the um um not standing up for israel these things are i'm as an american i'm a fed up person i'm tired of my rights being infringed on you can say I'm a strict constitutionalist, but I think at this point, people need to be strict constitutionalists. How many more of our rights are we going to keep allowing these politicians to um, take from us? People are also like Hitler's personality, too. But look what happened in Germany. I, I think we really need to sit down and really pay attention to these people's policies before we start liking them because they say what, they, what we want to hear. 
and um, the media, in a sense, make them likable. Oh, this, these people say they, they, they want no more gun regulation. So in a sense, the um, conservatives or someone like myself who doesn't go below the surface thinks, oh, that's actually a good guy then. It doesn't matter the media saying that. That's the trick that they do to make people think that these people actually care to constitutional rights and values, and they don't. We're in 2022. We've had these two political parties ruling us for a, quite a long time. Over um, 174 years with Republicans, almost 200 years with Democrats. And we're here today where we're at now. I, I think that if we keep on doing the same thing over and over again, we will want some kind of different results. And I saw in your profile where it said you're an independent. So so, to, you're, so you're an independent that just goes between the parties or um, what does that mean to you? So I voted for uh, I voted for the first time in my life. I voted for Barack Obama twice. Right. So he was the first black president. I thought I was doing a good thing because really the Republican Party wasn't doing anything at the time. It was the Democrats were like the show stealers. Um, Bill Clinton, I liked. Uh, he just sounded better. So when Trump got in, I was like, dang, this I didn't like him, but he was like unfiltered. I like that. I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for Hillary. But when Trump became like the 2020, that's when I jumped on the Trump, the Trump train. Right. Uh, the reason why I'm independent now is because um, there's certain things that I don't agree with with the Republican Party. And I can lay those things out. Uh, two issues right now that are really pushing me as independent are the red, the red flag laws and the Ukraine war. It seems like if you go on Gab, everyone's anti-Jew and anti-Ukraine. Uh, They're pro-Russian, which sounds weird because this guy invaded and is killing people. And he's been... Uh, He's been in a, a president in Russia. Putin's been a president in Russia for decades. If you look at the history of this guy, you, would, you can't like him. So a lot of people right-leaning are pro-Russia and they're pro-Putin, which I don't agree with. Uh, with the red flag laws, I don't think this is a black or white issue. You guys may disagree with me, but with the red flag laws, um, I go from a biblical perspective. Jesus said, uh, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Um, so I, I don't so agree with real quick on that. But did he tell you Did he tell you you couldn't have them? He didn't tell his his disciples not to carry swords or to have them. Uh, no, he or not told, have them at he all. Told, he told his disciple that cut off the ear of that soldier to put down your sword for all who take up the sword should die by the sword. Right. He said, don't go back down to the to your to your house to take your cloak or whatever to flee. So I have no problem with leaving a place that I don't feel is safe for me. I don't have to stay there and have arm to the teeth. I don't need to go out and hunt deer with AK-47s. I could have a pistol. I agree with the Second, um, uh, the Constitution, right? Second Amendment, whatever. I believe you can have a pistol or a gun. That's fine. But I do agree with there's mental illness in our country, and we have to address that. So whether that's seeing somebody that's not uh, that's not right in their mind tweeting stuff on Twitter that they're going to shoot up a, a, a school. Yeah, let's let's do some red flag law impl implementation. Let's say, hey, we got to go there and take his gun. He doesn't sound right. Let's do some sort of background check and see if this guy's right. We could do something like that. We could compromise in that area. We're not getting rid Definitely of not. I completely disagree with you there. Definitely not. They can be right, used for, for supporting for the independent Okay, that's what your independence. So your independent isn't with the Constitution. Then your independence, like, okay, I'm okay with my rights being infringed on, just because they they have these these situations happen and they throw it in the news that they convince you out of your own rights. Because we wouldn't have this country right now today 
without those men having guns to be able to protect themselves against the crown. The whole well, point of the, the Pope, it doesn't matter what kind of, it doesn't matter what kind, it doesn't matter what kind of guns they have. You don't, it doesn't matter. No, no, I, I, I let you, I let you go. I let, hey, I let you go. I let you go. Let me finish. Okay. Those rights were there to protect yourself, your property, all these things. So you can't have someone just say, well, um, let's make it subjective on who can and can't have guns. They can make any kind of mental illness from there and start taking people's guns away. That's not how it's worked. People have been losing their guns. As soon as Florida imp implemented that law in 2018, they got law-abiding people who had lost their guns and they couldn't get them back without due process. There was a, a case in Maryland where the police shot the man and killed him because he wouldn't give up his guns. That's what you do when you have red flag laws. That's what you open the door for. You don't give the government more and more power. They have too much already. So it, it doesn't matter what kind of guns they were using back then or not. It's any way you can protect yourself. That's how you protect yourself. They're, you're not saying that you think the police officers should lose their guns or lose uh, their drones or any kind of extra things they have, kind of vehicles and things that they have. Then why is it okay to, to do that and take those from regular working people? How are we going to protect ourselves from the people who you're claiming is mentally ill, who has guns in their hands? We're going to go grab a spoon or fork and stab them and hope to live? That's the, the, the Second Amendment's for us to protect ourselves against a tyrannical government. That's what it's there for. And when the government's trying to take that away, that completely throws out the window what the forefathers had it for. If you actually look into history, the British uh, were trying to take away, the Crown was trying to take away their guns. They would go on their property, tear up their stuff, and take any other guns and their property away. There's a reason why these, this constitution was put in place the way it is, so it can protect us against our government. The whole thing is, it, the, the constitution wasn't to oppress the people. It was supposed to keep the government at bay and limited. But we, what they've done is convince us, oh, okay, this is okay if they do this, if they do this, because that's what they want us to do. Once you start giving up your freedoms and your rights, you're going to become a slave to the government. What's going to happen with America when we don't have guns anymore? And then that also is another reason why we haven't had foreign invasions like that, because they couldn't go very far down the street without someone not having a gun. So this is not about, oh, having what kind of gun you have or any of those things. This is about protecting you. You have a right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. No one has a right to take it away. Not the government, no man, nobody in this country. Okay, I'll just, I'll just address some of the things you said real quick, and then I, I guess I'll just I'll end my time there. Um, the, the gun control issue, I don't think it's a black or white issue. You know, I, I think there's some nuanced things that we have to look at really as a society because I see it as um, if I had a gun, I, I probably, you know, I could protect myself. But if if I was against a military, a government military, the whole country or the whole states, all of the states would have to fight against the military. It, it's basically like an Armageddon or something you guys are talking about where the government would overthrow the people and subdue us or something. I don't see that happening. I see the government if we if we it's a it's a democracy and a republic if we can keep it, right? So the moment we can't keep it, that's when we lose. Regardless, even if you have your guns, once you lose the democracy and the republic, we're done. Right? So uh again, as I said, uh Jesus said, and I'm going from a biblical perspective, those who live by the gun or do those who live by the sword die by the sword. Now, if you can find me another scripture, 
other than I'll, the military I'll or the king's guards. Um, the, the other scripture that you keep jumping over is um, Jesus told his disciples, um, if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not okay, against so guns. He's saying, he's I'm not against guns. He, I'm not against guns. I believe in the Second Amendment. You were trying to insinuate that if you die, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. So that's right. What you if you insinuate. live by the sword, you die. It's an ideology. So the the way you're thinking about it is, if you have to resolve all of your issues with a sword, you're going to die by the sword. That's not how you resolve issues. A gun's not going to protect you, even if you have a Second Amendment. If the government's corrupt, you're done. So my issue is, yeah, let's have some gun control. That's fine. As long as we don't take away our Second Amendment, what we should really focus on is the First Amendment, right? If we can keep the First Amendment as the top one, the priority, if we have freedom of speech, then the gun thing falls in line because we can say what we want and we have our freedoms. Um, that's the first thing that went away with, with the, the, Germ the Germany war. The freedom of speech is the first thing that goes away. So if that goes away, that's when you should worry. Uh, now, now, with the issue with guns, look, the Constitution doesn't say anything about I can't carry a machete or, or sorry, uh, I can't carry a machine gun. These are gun controls that we've implemented because of the, the times, because of the, of the technology. It doesn't say anything about a government can't hold a nuclear weapon, right? So it doesn't say anything about that. So these are things that we have to address now that we're getting more technology. So if you tell me I can't carry a rocket launcher, even though it's in the Second Amendment, I can carry a gun. It doesn't say anything about a rocket launcher. We have to, as, as a society, figure out what limits we're going to do. I will make a suggestion for you when you drop down. Um, I, would, I would do some research into your constitution, actually read it, and then actually research each particular amendment one at a time and then historically figure out why. The forefathers wrote it the way they did. And also look at the language of that time. That doesn't mean that uh, that it doesn't matter what kind of weapon you have. So, like I said, uh, please, please, I uh, would suggest you look at your, your um, read your rights, learn about them, and do not talk them away. Because we need people in this country who are strong on their rights so that we don't keep having the problem we have right now under this regime of Joe Biden. But I appreciate you for coming up here and having a discussion. And uh, we're going to get to Philip next. Thank you. Hey, Philip. And hey, Shaka. Philip, you feel back down. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you handled that. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, that was crazy. That was, yeah. Okay, you guys. That was, talk, that was Talking Point USA right there. So, wow. <laughs> All right. My turn. <laughs> let's, anyway, let's get into this. Anyway, the ones that, the, the ones of you that don't know who I am, which I think maybe one or two people in here, my name's Philip Drake. I'm an independent presidential candidate for 2024. Um, we absolutely cannot be changing the Constitution around. We have to actually get the Constitution back to its original form. Now, I get this a lot. Well, back when the Constitution was written, they had muskets. Well, guess what? So did the government. So, so what it did was it made the people equal to the government with the technology that they had at the time. We cannot be... We, we, the whole part, the whole reason for our Constitution is so the people will have the power of the government and can be protected from the government. How the hell? It, it, it is so funny. How the hell could we protect ourselves from the government if we only had muskets? 
like that's what people have to understand okay we have to we have to equal the playing field between us and our government because our government's not on our side it doesn't matter if it's republican democrat libertarian party reform party uh constitution party green party whatever all the parties are it doesn't matter they're not on our side if they are party affiliated they are not on our side they're loyal to the party first I know this. I know for a fact you have to sign a loyalty pledge, and then and, and that that is to your party, not not your people. Okay, so we cannot go changing things around. It can't happen. And if you have, no matter how good you think a person is, any time that you have an elected official, whether they're Republican or Democrat or whatever, or some of those other parties, and they start saying, "Well, we're going to implement, we're we're, we're going to have red flag laws." Because of this, whatever the reason may be, well, that is the party. That is their party speaking. That's not the individual. So congratulations, you casted a vote for a party, not the person, which happens over and over and over again. Okay, the word democracy. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. (sighs) The reason why our two-party system has been cramming that word down our throat is to make the people believe that they actually have a choice. In a democracy, the choices that you have are given to you by your government, which means you do not have free choice. It means you have a choice to choose from what they tell you to choose from. A constitutional republic is not that. In a constitutional republic, the government has to choose from our choices, not the other way around. So the reason why they've been pushing the word democracy down their throats, all the parties, over and over and over and over again, is because you brainwash the United States citizens into believing that it's a democracy. That's the first step. Second step, socialism. Third step, communism. That's the road we're headed down. And it doesn't matter which party's in power, that is the road we're heading down. So we have to educate ourselves. And as far as... People with mental illnesses buying guns? Is that a problem? It absolutely is. But that's where society should step in. We need to quit being lazy. Okay? We absolutely have to quit being lazy. If we see somebody needs help, if we see somebody has some kind of mental illness, don't say, well, it's none of my business. Because by God, it might turn out to be one of your businesses whenever them crazy bitches go into your kid's school and kill them. Now, that doesn't mean go get physical with them. If you see somebody's having issues or whatever, but reach out to them, talk to them. Sometimes the only thing people need is somebody to say, I care about you. I'm here for you. I got your back. That's it. That is a societal issue. Now, there is a there is a huge problem with the mental illness within the United States, but that's also came from our government. It is all... Everything that we're going through has been put in place, okay? We have been convinced that we have limited powers, limited abilities, that we should basically do what we're told. We've, we've been turned into sheep, okay? And, and we just have to stop that because I'm telling you guys, it, it, we're eventually going to get to the point where there's nothing that we can do. And it's going to be the two-party system that destroys us, completely destroys us. The country was never was structured ever for a party system of any kind, whether it's two, three, four, five, whatever the case may be. 
it was not structured for parties. The parties came eight or nine years later after it was structured because we had certain politicians that wanted to do deals with um, foreign government and needed to find a way to work around what the people thought. And we had the Democratic Republican Party, which was pro-slavery. Okay, the Constitution was written in a way to where all people were free, all people had their rights, all people, that's men, women, black, white, doesn't matter what you are. So they had to develop parties to, to, to get enough pull to convince the people to pull a lot of the power away from the people to keep things going the, the way that, that certain states wanted them to go or certain individuals. So we have to understand back then, whenever the parties were, were um, created, the elitist of the time were the big slave owners, okay? Like we have big tech now. Back then it was the big slave owners. So in order for them to keep things going the way that they were accustomed to, the way that they knew how to make money, they had to form these party systems so they could absorb some of the people's power and control their businesses, their way of life, and that's that's why it was formed, okay? And for 200 plus years, we've been dealing with these parties. And everybody bitches and moans and complains about it. Everybody knows that it's not right. But yet, you can go, whether you're Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter. You can go to a rally and there's a whole bunch of smoke and mirrors and bells and whistles and all that shit. And you fall for it. You have someone like Donnie. I'm, I'm going to use you as an example. You have someone like Donnie who gives a shit about you. Sometimes she comes off pretty strong, but why she's doing what she's doing is because she cares about you. It doesn't matter if you agree with her or not. None of that matters. It doesn't matter if you're uneducated to the fact of what's really going on. It doesn't matter. People like her, people like Shaka, they care about you guys. But you guys would rather go and give, and I don't, I'm not just pointing out people in this room. I'm talking about in general. This is a blanketed statement. And I have been guilty of this too. So don't, don't think I'm just pointing fingers. But we as a people, we as a nation, we tend to fall for those smoke and mirrors and bells and whistles. And whenever they send you a, um, a email that says, be part of the team. We care about you. Donate $5. You donate 50 And then you get email after email after email after email. It doesn't make a damn if you're Republican or Democrat. We keep falling. We as a nation keep falling for the same shit. We're making the rich richer. That's what we're doing. And every time we do it, we are paying them. We are paying them to take our freedoms away from us. We're doing that. And we have to put a stop to it. We've got to stand up to this shit. We have to unite. We have to put our petty differences aside. Or our children or our grandchildren or our great-grandchildren will end up living in a third world communist country once known as the United States of America. Guarantee it. So... Whenever you guys get those emails, whenever whenever you see all these smoke and mirrors, remember this, smoke and mirrors, 
is their way of convincing you that they're not lying. Okay, it's just a show. It's all it is. Political theater. Dog and pony show. However you want to say it. We have to see past that shit. Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever other party you belong to, it doesn't matter. Pro-life, pro-abortion, pro-gun, not pro-gun, whatever, whatever the case may be. You think you're winning, you're not. They're winning. And until we unite, and we put them elitist sons of bitches in their place, we will never be free. We will never be free. They have put every damn one of us, black, white, Asian, gay, straight, Christian, non-Christian, whatever the case may be, they've put every damn one of us back on the plantation. And we're sitting here grinning, and we're sitting here liking it, and we're sitting here and saying, yes, master. What the hell, America? Wake up. Wake up and be what God made us to be, which is the strongest nation, the backbone of this fucking world. Wake up. That's all I got. I appreciate you dropping flames. Robert, look at that. <laughs> but uh, I'll get to uh, Robert in a second. Uh, I want to address something else that was brought up too, uh, real quick. Um, uh, Jesus had told Peter to put your sword back in its place. Um, that place will be at his side. Jesus didn't say throw his sword away. That's very important. And he had just told them to arm themselves. And so that's not Jesus saying that he doesn't want you to be able to protect yourselves or not to have um, a gun in the first place. It's just that it wasn't a time. And and that and, and he just wanted his, his disciples to be protected. It, it wasn't about him. And another piece when we're going to discuss, we're going to bring up the Bible and gun rights. I'm going to read this to y'all real quick. Um, the Israelites were expected to have their own personal weapons. Every man uh, would be summoned to arms when the nation confronted an enemy. They didn't send in Marines. The people defended themselves. So you'll see clearly in the passage like 1 Samuel 25, 13. And David said to his men, every man strapped on his sword. And every man that strapped on his sword, David also strapped on his sword. And about 400 men went up after David, while 200 remained with the baggage. So each man had a sword ready to be holstered and used when required. And Psalm uh, 144.1, David wrote, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Uh, besides instruments of welfare, weapons were used in Bible for the purpose of self-defense. Nowhere in scripture is it forbidden. In the Old Testament, we find this example of God, God sanctioning self-defense. If a thief is caught in the act, breaking into a house and is struck and killed in the process, the person who killed the thief is not guilty of murder. Exodus 22, 2, um, NLT. So... If we're going to use the Bible and, and try to biblically uh, argue away our rights, I would I would definitely go back and research more things about that and, and actually really put the Bible in perspective if we're going to use it to talk away our, our rights and our freedoms because people will pick out certain things and cherry pick to try to convince people of something and that's not not it's not necessarily true. Um Shaka, do you want to add anything before we we uh, grab Robert? Wait, I, I added the wrong person. Sorry, private. Hold on. 
Yeah, not really. Like I said, as far as I'm, I'm really just here listening. Um, I think it's a dope, um, dope dialogue. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, no disrespect to anybody, but it's certain lingo um, that people talk about that you, you spot yourself out. Well, you, you show yourself easily, you know, it's, it's just certain talking points. And then it's like they try to jazz up the talking points. And it's like, bro, you know, we heard this probably a million times, like. I think me and you was talking on the phone and I was saying, I don't think they actually believe that when they say something that we didn't hear it a thousand times, like before that, like, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's just certain, certain things like, Oh, you know, you got, it's a certain weapon. Um, you can have a pistol, you can have a handgun. It's like, when did that talking point start? Because it, it's a talking point. So mm-hmm. when did you receive the talking point? Because, um, you know, when you go by anything of what the Second Amendment is, it's the, you know, against the tyrannical government. So how can your government tell you what guns you can have for them? So whenever we're in a tyrannical government right now, like, you know, we're we're facing tyranny right now. So the people that we're facing tyranny from or tyranny from, um, we're going to allow them to say, you know what, you can have these handguns, but you can't have you know, this right here. Um, yeah, you know, some of us, we okay with handguns, but we need that other gun to actually fend off whatever's going to happen. Right, let's just let's just be honest. The other gun that they're trying to take away from us is to fend off everything else. A handgun, you, you can only do so much with it. Distance-wise, uh, capacity and everything else, you can only do so much with that handgun. Uh, most of the handguns that's on the street, um, you can just run through a house with body armor, which, you know, whatever's going to happen, it won't penetrate it. With the other thing that they're trying to take away, they know that they got to come with something strategic and they got to get it out of our hands. How do you try to get it out of your hands? Okay, make the people go against it. And then when the people say, you know what, I'm tired of this, then, you know, when we come in with the iron fist, it looks like the people wanted it. So it's kind of like a free will situation, but. I'm going to be quiet and listen. Yeah. And and other things, too, you think about why. Let's put in perspective why they would want to get rid of um, a higher magazine. Well, a lot of these times when you see cops encounter people, they they come in like a bully force. It's a mob of them. And they don't want you to be able to defend yourself against as many of those cops they come. You don't hear them talking about getting rid of your shotguns. You don't hear them talking about getting rid of things like that. Like there's a particular reason why when you look at the reasons why they want to get rid of particular guns, like use your common sense and think about that. Then you think about what is the government planning to do to me in our country, the people in this country, when they're picking particular weapons they want to take. They're not saying anything about um, cars and taking your, your, you know, you driving around away. And that kills thousands and uh, thousands of people a year. It's, it's so many car accidents and people have died from car accidents, but they're not taking away cars. They're not even trying to because it's not about your your safety. It's about you complying and then making it easier to take uh, take uh, over and control you. It's a control thing. It has nothing to do about them worried about um, you your safety. What, what is taking your gun away at all safe about that at all? So you have to think about those things and think about the why before you say, okay. Because the why isn't because they care about your safety. 
It has nothing to do with that. And if that was the case, they wouldn't be pushing these vaccines. You wouldn't have these pharmaceutical companies um, doing the things they do. You have more natural uh, remedies that they're not, they have outlawed quite a few of them. And people ended up dead once they have a cure for something. They just come up missing. So you have to think about what the government's doing. The government, if they actually really care about their lives, then how come they're not outlaw- outlawing sugar? We have an obesity problem in this country. If heart disease is one of the top, uh, it actually might be the number one thing killing Americans. It's not even guns. So they don't, they don't care about you living or your life. It's about control. But Robert, can you go ahead and go? And also, can you mention that story about the Maryland story with the, the man that got shot by the police officers for not wanting to give up his rights to have guns? Um, abs- Absolutely. Can you hear me? I can. Perfect. Okay. So um, here's – so first, I'll, um, about the Maryland story. So in 2018, I think it was Frederick, it was either Frederick or Hagerstown, Maryland, which is close to the Pennsylvania border. And uh, there was a guy who I don't know the details of why there was a red flag on him, but but the state of Maryland basically said uh, said you can't have guns. Well, he refused. Well, first of all. Um, I think it was late at night that they raided him. So first of all, he was scared as hell because he heard a whole bunch of people banging on his door and breaking in. And anyone with brains would naturally grab a weapon. Okay. So if, if you're, uh, I don't care who it is. If I hear, if I hear someone trying to break into my house, I'm going to grab something. I don't care if it, I don't care if it's a kitchen knife. I'll grab something to protect myself just in case. And then, and then the cops bust in. They saw the guy had his gun out and then they shot him. So, uh, so, uh, the whole thing is he wasn't even charged with a crime. It was just, uh, that it was the state of Maryland just declared that, that he can't have declared that. He shouldn't have a gun, and that's why they killed him. And by the way, we were the first state to have red flag laws, and and ever since that disaster, I mean, even in I haven't heard a lot of people push. Even though we are a gun control state, I haven't heard a lot of people here push for those uh, red flag laws, other than politicians. I mean, even lefties that have a little trouble stomaching. Uh, after after that incident now now i'm going to address the mental health portion here um i if if you're in support of banning gun ownership because of mental health i suggest you look up odd oppositional defiance disorder it basically refers to any to anybody who has a differing opinion uh, than the quote authority, and and regularly declare regularly shows defiance to authority, um, that could be that could be uh, defined in multiple ways. It could be and by rights, all of us could be diagnosed with it because technically. We are questioning authority because the in DSM-5, 
one of the primary definitions that they use to diagnose people with it is if they're regularly questioning authority. Well, that's exactly what we're doing. So technically, we we all could easily get diagnosed with that. So therefore, none of and that would make none of us eligible for gun ownership. And if you're saying and if you're saying, well, yeah, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe y'all are a bunch of whack jobs. Well, then maybe you forgot the first amendments. Our founding fathers didn't agree with the crown and that was, and they didn't, that was what started this whole thing. They wanted freedom. They didn't want to have to toe the line for the royal crown. I mean, King George was a fucking tyrant. The second amendment was written to back first because what good is any amendment unless you can protect yourself? So just that's just some food for thought. If you're willing to ban guns based on mental illness, the government can come up with a mental illness for all of us at any time. And don't think that the APA is on our side either. The APA, by the way, also wants to normalize pedophilia too. That's another piece to the equation. So they think it's because there are prominent people in the American Psychological Association that think it's normal for a man and a child to have sex, which personally I would chop that guy's dick off and then then cut his head off. But uh, if he tried that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but that's another story altogether. But yeah. Think about, think it all the way through before you support taking guns from people based on mental health and trusting the APA. Appreciate that, Robert. Thank you. Um, also, you know, I want to add another thing too. You know, if you guys, if um, imagine those kingdoms of God, if they didn't have anything to protect themselves, that the the what are they, the the heathens were to come in and just kill off their people, that's God doesn't want his people killed off. But I put that stuff in the comment section so you can read it for yourself. Argue against it all you would like to. Um, I'm here for freedom. I'm here to educate people. If you do not want freedom, and then that's up to you. Um, but you're not messing with mine. Um, so I want to add back John in private. We've been here for an hour and 17 minutes. So we're going to have some closing statements here in a second. So I'll get to John next. Sorry, sorry John. I, I, I lied. Private's next. And then I'll get to you. Hey, Private. Hello. I just wanted to cover real quickly. I know Trump's been pushing Truth Social. If you're on there, be very careful of what you say. It is a honeypot because Trump will turn on you. He's loyal to the party. And if you try another January 6th or something similar like that, trust me, they're going to get your IP addresses and everything. Be very careful of what you do on there. Set up a proton mail you've never used before. Use a VPN, set up something brand new. Do not share any of your, your personal pictures. Protect yourself. And also, Second Amendment is the right to keep and bear arms. If you want to know what those mean, means you can keep and, and bear means you can have them. And arms is whatever arms are available. Like back in the 1200s, you know, when, when uh, King, uh, what is it, the guy that went to the Crusades, they would yell like to arms, grab your arms, the swords. 
Any weapon that the government can have, we can have. Just a lot of paperwork if you want something good. Anyways, that's it. Appreciate you. Good, good stuff. All right, John, I got you next. Hey, John. Hey, Donnie. Boy, just some great points made by everybody. I, it's, it's really, everybody's just been really on. So I, it's really good. And Philip was really on fire, I thought. A um, couple, of, couple of things. You know, it, it's, it's, first off, the gov- the, our founding fathers had every reason to give us uh, equal footing with the government. You have to. I mean, it is up to the people. And uh, it's up to us. It's up to us. If the government fails, we don't roll over and play dead. It's up to us to take control. It really is. And, um, you know, as we know, with all of these uh, mass shootings, SSRIs, you know, these uh, psychotropic drugs are involved. And every one of them, it, it amazes me where every one of these drugs, what reads on the label is that, as the following it says it could increase anxiety agitation irritability hostility aggressiveness impulsivity and mania it says so right on the label i mean how stuff like that can can be given to children first off children and teenagers is beyond me i mean and nobody holds uh you know the big pharma accountable for this and it, it just really it it enrages me how you know, they go after the guns, but they don't hold big pharma accountable because this is what these people are taking. And uh, it's and this is the root. I feel this is the root of the problem. And it's been proven time and time again. You see the same profile. You know, they were under you know, they were being evaluated uh, and uh, and they were taking psychotropic drugs. It comes up all the time. And uh, the other thing is I brought this up before. But when they were keeping track of this, the CDC and the FBI and stuff, they found that over 3 million lives are saved every year by defensive gun uses, DGUs, over 3 million lives. And while, uh, you know, anytime there's a mass shooting, it's horrific. But again, 3 million lives are saved. You know, and that could be murder, rape, uh, theft of a child, whatever. Uh, and, 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 you know, the CDC and the FBI stopped taking those statistics a few years ago because it didn't meet the narrative. And you can see that this is a, all a planned and conscious effort by the government to, uh, you, you know, to show that, that, uh, you know, they don't want us to know this stuff. They don't want us to know this stuff. They're all in on it. And so, uh, uh I, that, that's about all I want to say. I just wanted to say a few points because, uh, you know, the right to keep and bear arms and have access to to all arms is critically important to us and and critically important to our freedoms. And the government and the tyrants know that and they're going to continue to ins- to assault it. And uh, it's very dangerous times right now. Uh, it's encouraging to see what happened uh, with Sri Lanka and uh, could happen here. Uh, and you know, it was because of green energy being pushed on those people. And, and, uh, and you see right now that they're attacking, you know, energy, our food and water and things like that. And, uh, you know, it may have to come to that here. So, uh, and the, the people have to be ready. So, and I'll, that's, that's it for me, Donnie. Thanks. Yeah. Great thanks. Show. I appreciate you always. I, cre- I appreciate you. Thank you. 
Um, I want to I want to uh, pose a thought in y'all's head. What if we were to change the system? And Don, don't go anywhere. You may have an answer to this. What were, if we were to change the system to where there will be people that would vote? You can vote for gun control, and the people who would vote against gun control, and then the people who vote against gun control gets to keep their guns because they decided they want to keep their guns, and the people that vote against uh, people who vote for gun control can't have guns legally at all. How do you think people will vote then? I think a majority of people, I think 0% for the most part, okay, there might be some people out there that might still do that. About 10% will vote for gun laws, more regulations. And then the other amount of people have guns. Because I think the whole thing is, is people trying to control other people. Because if they had to abide by what they're voting for instantly, okay, if I make this vote to have gun regulations or gun control, then I only had to abide by it. The people who vote against it, they get to keep their gun their gun rights and everything else. I think that would be interesting to uh, see how people would answer that because I think most people would would not vote for gun control if they had to live by it, if they made that vote um, for themselves. Then it tells me that people care more about controlling other people than the, and they don't want to be necessarily controlled. I think that's excellent. I think that's well said. You know, you know a good example of that is like Bill Maher, who I do listen to, uh, you know, on, on Friday nights when I can. And, you know, he kind of like promotes like gun control in a way. But yet he'll be he'll be the first to admit that he has one gun downstairs and one gun upstairs loaded and ready. So, I mean, it's uh, it's confusing, you know, because there he is. But I mean, you're you're right. I mean, you know, people had that, you know, it would be I think you're right. I think that's right on. I think that's an excellent point. Yep. Well, dang, uh, that question brought Philip and Robert again. I'm, I'm curious what they had to say. So I'll, I'll get them real quick and see what they have to say. Thank you, John. You bet. Hi, Philip. Did you have an answer for my question? Yeah, how about this? If you don't want a gun, you just don't buy it. Yeah. It's that simple. We keep the we keep the 2A intact. We keep the rest of the Constitution intact. If you don't want a gun, don't buy it. If you're scared of guns, don't go around them. Um, um it's your right. Just don't infringe on the other people's right who choose to have them. I mean, it's that simple. Uh, you know, you you have these people that, you know, I speak to a lot of people, and they're like, well, I don't need an AR. I said, okay, don't buy one. But why do you need an AR? Because the bad guys can buy ARs too? Nope. Because <laughs> the uh, government's got them. That, that's the thing. Like, people think, well, we've got these, and they call them assault rifles, but anybody that knows anything about guns knows that it's not what AR stands for. <laughs> um, um, but but it, it's real simple, okay? You're not going to stop the bad guys it, from getting guns, period, because the bad guys are our government. They're going to have guns. If they want to push their agenda after they strip us from, from our rights, our Second Amendment rights, and they really want to push their agenda against us, they have no issue whatsoever with getting guns into the bad guys' hands. Yeah, Anyone? so I, I think I think that you have I think you proved my, my point though. Like, you know, you had that example you just said. Well, yeah. you said, Well, don't get one and then they go, Well, why do you need one? It's to control you. That's all That's this it. is. People voting to control other people doing things like that. So 
I appreciate y'all grab Robert and then I see Byron came up and then after that we're closing house but I appreciate you yes ma'am yo Robert what is the answer to the question that I asked is that why you popped up here um actually that's not entirely why I popped up but uh uh-huh. I, but, <laughs> but I do agree with you 100% if you want to keep your gun rights um then, then yeah, vote for gun rights if you and if you can't, uh, and and if you don't want your gun rights, then yeah, if you vote against it, then if you own one, turn it in. But I agree hundred percent because look, you don't have to like what I have or what I say, but you don't get the right to tell me either um, what's what I'm gonna have or what I'm not gonna have. Do like for example, do do I tell you uh why do you need that iPhone? Why can't you just get a flip phone or why can't you just get a cheap Android? Do I have the right to tell you that? Uh the or or the vice versa, do I tell you, well, you have to have an iPhone and Android is not good enough, you know? So, let's apply the same logic. So, if I want uh so if I uh, if I want an M16, for example, um, who are you to tell me I can't have it? Now, and, and, and the vice versa applies. But I actually think that, uh, that when someone, so, that these gun control people, they actually tell on themselves because, uh, because I think what they're really admitting is that, is that they're not comp- mentally competent to handle a gun. So they know they shouldn't have one. That's so if you think if because uh I know I know people that I I met people that have said they don't want a gun because they don't trust themselves. That's fine. Don't buy one. But I think when when it, but also, I think in terms of mental health, fear of inanimate objects has comes into play too. Because think about this: so if the gun never comes out of the holster, is it a threat? Of course not, because it's in the holster the whole time. So if so, if the nev- if the gun never has to come out of the holster, it did its job. It kept the bad guys away from you, and nobody had to die. That's the whole purpose of, of civilians having guns. It's then, and also, let me throw this in. Ask you talk to some people from the inner city. Ask, uh, like I, I dare you. Ask someone from, like, say, Southside Chicago. That you got, you got all these bad, you got all these bad guys with machine, all these gangs with machine guns and, and all, and high powered pistols, uh, shooting, doing drive-bys. Wouldn't you like to have a machine gun so you can fight back? Maybe an Uzi, a Tech 9 or something? Wouldn't you like to be able to protect your family from these gangbangers? You know, pump a few, pump a few rounds. Can I add something too, Robert, to that? Why is these same politicians are trying to push these gun uh, regulations and laws? They're armed to the T. 
with the, with the guns they're trying to ban us from having so they can protect themselves. And they have a whole bunch of people around them. And they have, um, I guess, bulletproof vehicles and things like that. They can protect themselves, but we can't have those same things for protection. And we're paying for that as taxpayers. So what? why is it that their life is valued more than ours in that case? Because that's what they're telling you is that your their life is more important than yours is. Pretty much. That's that's the way I interpret it, too. I, I see these politicians riding around like the mafia. Uh, you know, it's a... Uh, they they look they remind me of Don Corleone in some ways, you know, having all their all their uh, having all their dudes hanging around and with guns, and it's like, so you want me to wait for the police, but you get to have like five to ten guys in SUVs for uh, haul, uh, hauling their ass around just to protect your worthless ass. I mean. Talk about hypocritical. Yeah, I mean, but that also, yeah. but that, but you know what? That shows what they think of us too. They, they think, they equate us to rats and, and other, and uh, rats and insects. They think we're just, they, they want us to eat bugs. They, yeah, they don't, they don't look at us as human beings. That's, they, they look, they, that if they had their way, we would be their slaves. Well, we already are, but I want to add one more kicker there. What what about when they start telling you what you can and can't eat because it's for your safety? So are you going to, when's the line going to be drawn when it's for your safety? They said, you know what? You can't eat meat anymore. We're, we're, we're going to outlaw meat or you're going to have a special extra tax where they actually are talking about that, by the way, for your meat. Um, that you have to, you have to pay an extra tax or we're going to regulate how much meat you can have because it's for your safety. It's for your health. When's the line going to be crossed when people stop letting them make excuses when they try to say it's for your safety and your health and it's not really truly what that is? I don't even I don't even like salads, okay? I love my <laughs> I love my meat. You take away my beef and chicken and you will have a problem because I'm a big guy, I need the protein. You don't like it, go to hell. Appreciate you, Robert. Let me get over to Byron and we're gonna close out. Hey Byron. Hey there. Um well, I'll, I'll try not to be too controversial. I, I want to end this on a good note because I know a lot of people are uh, enjoying this this talk and everything. Or maybe you can give the final thought um, and and counter my or give a rebuttal. Um, I wanted to address some of the things you said, but I want to first stress that um, I'm not anti-gun. <clears throat> I believe in the Constitution. Uh, and this is something I'm going to quote from John Adams. I don't know if you guys know this, but John Adams said... The Constitution was made for a religious people, right? He said that. Uh, so when we look at it in that light, yeah, we can come together and say, yeah, okay, now we know how to address uh, abortion or same-sex marriage because this was meant for a people, a religious people. This is a Constitution protects us. <clears throat> but um, this is the thing I want to stress also that even if you have guns, we look at the Bible. Throughout history, time and time and time again, this is what happened. God's people would turn away from him, and what would he do? He would bring a king or a foreign army to come and conquer his own people, right? Because they turned away from him. But once they they sought him, 
once they turn from their their uh, their false gods or from their wicked ways of sacrificing children or whatever they were doing, God would come back to them and he would give them freedom. So this is why I don't think even if your example of uh, let's just take two people and, and, and let's have gun restriction over here and let's have gun rights or gun control over here. Okay, we could do that now. Alaska has uh, gun control and Chicago has no gun control or vice versa. It'll still be the same result because of the people and their wicked ways, right? So Chicago's always going to be committing more crime because of the people's minds and, and they're, they're getting away from God. So I'll just finish with this. Um, I, I think that uh, with the gun issue, whether, it's, uh, whether you want the same weapons as the military, I don't think you'll ever get the same weapons as the military because they don't, they, they don't show the public what they've been working on. They're, they're probably 10 years ahead of us. They're not going to bring out you know, the weapons that they have. So I think the solution is we need to fix our country first. Yeah, we can have our guns. We can have our Second Amendment. But we need to bring people back to God. And if we you know, encourage gay marriage and all these uh, different things that turn us away from God, then that's when, uh, you know, like example, like Ukraine, it could be that Ukraine, they turn away from God because they do have religion there. But now Putin rose up and now he's trying to conquer them. We don't know what's going on. There's a spiritual battle going on here. So that's just my final thought. I just want us to get back to God. We need to be the leaders. That's why we that's why we are the leaders, because we have God in our in our constitution. It's made for us, a religious people. And that's my final thought. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for sharing that. I mean, I, I know that you don't you're not anti-gun, but you, my whole thing is you're not firm on your 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 constitutional right. The Second Amendment, you said you think that some regulations uh, could be done and should be discussed. You didn't think it was black and white. And what we're explaining to you that it is black and white. So that's the only disagreement we have there. I, I understand that you're not against guns. And then I gave you several examples and I put them in the in the in content in the live chat for you to read to um, pertaining to the Bible, biblically saying that we do have the right to um, have any kind of weapons. Weapons are are not the problem. Um, so it, it just comes down to we don't we don't start aggression and being and, and start just going around shooting people. That's not good. Not we're no one's saying that. The thing is, we're saying is that you should be able to protect yourself and arm yourself and whatever you need, whatever weapon that you need to arm yourself, you should be able to do that because you do have a right to your life and to be able to live. And then we're, we're going to, defer, you know, refer to the forefathers. They were, they were heavy on uh, the second amendment. That was huge for them. Like that we had to have it or you wouldn't have this country at all. You can't have it. And uh, George Mason said, I asked her, what is the militia? It is the whole people. To disarm the people is the best and most effectual way to enslave them. So what I'm telling you is, I said, ask why they want to get rid of particular weapons. But why are they starting with a particular weapon? And you should just look for that answer. And another thing, too, if we're going to talk about uh, spiritual battles, it seems like um, I heard you. I forgot to mention, discuss with you earlier, but you brought up Ukraine and Russia I think you should definitely research what's been going on with Ukraine and Russia from these um, last, what, since 2014 or or longer than that and see what's actually going on because the media is lying. If we know the media lies, you should probably dig more into what's going on. 
the the left and the right support Ukraine. Um, they've been sending billions of our dollars over there. So people on the on the left and right are signing bills to send billions of our dollars over there. The people who have an issue are questioning it because um, we're seeing and being told different stories. Um, you, no one's picking sides. We're just saying, first of all, um, why are we sending money after we just had um, a pandemic and everyone's lost stuff? People have lost their businesses. People have lost, don't have homes. People have problems here in America. So why are these officials sending our money over to Ukraine? That's the problem that a lot of people collectively have when discussing this. And if you don't know that Ukraine is one of the most corrupt uh, countries in the nation and you have NATO at Russia's front door as if they're going to just sit there and be okay with that, as if Putin doesn't have a responsibility to protect this country, you have another thing coming. So that, that's my my uh, rebuttal to, the, the I guess, the things you said. I, my whole thing is please do your research and look into things outside of whatever the media is telling you because they're liars. And it takes it, it can be boring. It could be. I like doing it because I like reading. I like researching. And I have to be able to have these discussions with you guys and be able to know what I'm talking about instead of just throwing anything out there. But like, I would definitely start looking into stuff before you start siding with people because you could be siding with evil if you don't do your research. Because Ukraine is very evil. They have... Um, the the hub for sex trafficking is up there. Where are all these celebrities who we know are known for, um, are actual pedophiles going over there right now? So I'm asking your questions: Why evil people are going and visiting Ukraine, and why? And why all of a sudden is the government tells you that if you're a traitor if you don't support Ukraine? That's not right. So really, please start digging in and researching some things. And I hope you come back so you can have these discussions again. But please research some more because um, we, we're going to need to be armed with this knowledge. We're going to need armed with army, the armor of God in order for us to take on this evil. All right. He's already down. I appreciate you for coming up and uh, having and speaking. Hey, Rudy, uh, we're closing out with Byron last. This show is about to close out. I do appreciate you for coming up. And maybe next time you can grab a mic. Uh, but we will be closing out in the anthem. And by the way, if you missed the show, you only came in for part of it. You can go back and listen to the replay. Mm, probably within 20 minutes it'll be up and uh, make sure you share it because we're not just talking amongst ourselves um, so and also too if someone ever gives you crap um, for not supporting a Ron DeSantis or a Donald Trump because of you caring about your constitutional rights and your values and you're so tired of people scraping it away and just because it's because socialism is wrapped in a, a, a prettier package doesn't make socialism any better than whatever side it's on. So if you guys don't want to have these discussions, just copy and paste and say, listen to this. Um, you should be very mindful who you're calling a Democrat or Biden supporter because I'm for the country and liberty. So that's what you're saying makes no sense. So this is a tool you all can also use as well. Hey, Shaka, do you want to add anything before I close it out? He's probably at work and listening and doing his best to come through. But I'll go ahead and close it out in the anthem since he didn't turn his mic on. And uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. The show is Monday through Friday, 7.30 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. The website is www.notpoliticalproperty.com. Throwing that in the live chat. Um, the goal is to abolish the party system and the constitutionalists move it over here because they're the problem. And we're going to go ahead and close out the anthem. Here we go. These truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, 
deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown, that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property, be free.